And welcome to... To... Filthy. Nerds. Because <laughs> we're filthy. And we're nerds. Why do you always burp in the goddamn microphone, Nicole? What- I have indigestion. Let me live. Let the podcast live without your gross burps. Ugh. I put the filthy in filthy. You're not holding up your filthy side of the bargain, lady. You need to filthy it up. Trust me, if people could smell me, they would be like, oh, she is. Do you guys want to hear something really funny that Jess did the other day? I called her. She had left these two old fur coats that she had gotten from someone. Um, and she left them at the apartment. And I kept going into the closet um, upstairs. And I was like, what does that smell? That smells so bad. What is that? And then I realized it was the fur coats. They're just like disintegrating because they're so old. And I called Jess. I was like, do you still want these? And she's like, no. I was like, all right, cool. Because I, I was like, I hung them outside so they could like air out. And they just weren't getting any better. And she's like, I don't want, I'm already stinky enough as it is. I don't want anything making it worse. Great story. Anyway. Hi, guys. Listen, we're fine. I have an album. If you want to pre-order it, I'm plugging it right now. Before we get into this, go pre-order it. It's in the link in all of my social media bios at JMS Comedy. You can follow me. Follow at Nicole Amy. And also, leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, we've got a Patreon. Go to the places. Go to all of the places and leave reviews. Yeah, anywhere you can find this podcast. Go there. Get on there. Leave us a rating and a review. Spike our numbers for fuck's sake. All right, guys, this is JMS, and I have a new comedy album, Horny for Death, coming out. You can get it anywhere you listen to albums, but right now it's for pre-order on Amazon Music and on Apple Music. If you head to the link in any of my bios, at JMS Comedy. You can pre-order it, and I would love to have you do that. And with that being said, uh, what else? Also, don't forget to come see Nicole and I. Just don't forget to come, period. Don't forget to come. There's too much cum in your body. Everybody get it out. Uh, I wish they would don't do it. You'll go crazy. Come toxicity screening for everyone. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, for sure there's a direct correlation between the amount of cum in the body and the likelihood of school shootings. Uh, that is without question. Uh, people who do not come want to kill people. So come so you won't kill people. And also come see us in Grand Rapids, September 16th through 18th. We will both be there performing at Dr. Grin's at the Bob. And then later this year, we're coming to a bunch of cities on the West Coast. So find our social media calendars or tour calendars, whatever, and uh, get your tickets. Come see us. But enough about us. We're not here for us. We're here. We're here for you. To talk to you. You want to hear about Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange. The distant cousin of Bellatrix Lestrange, as far as I know. Really quick before we get into it, Dr. Strange might be one of my top favorites in the Marvel Universe. Oh, yeah. I am annoyed that I hadn't seen this one yet. I, you know, don't know why. There's a million movies I haven't seen because I fucking don't see enough movies. I don't make enough time for myself to watch movies. What upsets me more is, like, how many other people haven't seen this? Because, like, I don't hear people talking about it, and it's so good. And what I loved about it relative to Captain America, I mean, obviously, we're meeting this new character, but it was, like, this was 
a separate thing. It was like its own. It's a whole new universe. It's its whole. It's a whole new universe. Whole new Not only that, it's a very simple and easy to follow universe. And they get into, you don't need eight million, you know, hours for the backstory like it's Thor. Um, it's just you hop. It's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You just hop into the new universe and you're like, let's get the backstory along the way. Whereas Thor is like, you we're gonna need a lot of time to get you guys up to up to speed on. What's going on here? Odin and Norse mythology. And like, this is just like, here we fucking go. It starts off, it kicks off. We're in this gothic-y library. And there's some like, Wizardy you know, type. mysterious guy tearing pages from a book, ripping out pages from a book. And he's got kind of like a henchman restraining a lot, like restraining the librarian with like similar. It reminded me of kind of Wanda-esque energy, like bands of energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bands of energy. Very much like move your hands, create energy, move shit around, trap things, whatever. Uh, and then uh, he basically makes it, he escapes this guy. Yeah, he chops the fucking That's all we up. see. That's all we see. That's all we know. Uh, um, and there's someone who uh, is the name of the ancient the one. The ancient one. Is, what actress was that? Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton, yeah. Bald, looking beautiful, looking very creepy, very ancient one. Uh, and she's not happy about it. And then they start going through this MC Escherish, Escher Escher-esque street chase. Like she starts chasing him, but the sorcerer like bends the environment. But it's like that movie Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inception. Very Inception-y. Um, everything's upside down. It's sideways. It's this at that. And so he's able to flee the scene by like seemingly bending the streets. But then like get out. Yeah, no, it's it's just a very, like, what the fuck is going on? What's going on with the streets? And then after they escape from the ancient one, we cut to a man. Doctor Strange yeah, being a so goddamn brilliant. Already right away, it's like, oh, he's a literal doctor. He's Doctor Stephen Strange. He's a neurosurgeon doing a very delicate brain operation. Just as he finishes, another doctor, Christine Palmer, brings him a, an extra of a patient with a bullet in his brain. And we see him go, like, it's useless. Like, that guy's not going to make it. But the other Dr. Christine is like, no, it's important. You've got you've to help this guy. And Strange, upon, like, re-examining. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, he's in a coma? I know why. Because his that bullet is in the medulla oblongata. Yeah, he's not, like, the, he's not dead. He's comatose because of where the bullet is. It's, like, poisoning his medulla oblongata, which... It goes into the brain manually. Raw dogs it. By the way, it's it's important to note that this was actually a patient of another doctor, Dr. Nicodemus West. What a fucking name, by the Great way. Great name. So Dr. Strange just comes in, loops out the bullet, absolutely humiliates this doctor who had been like, he, he like had pronounced this guy dead. And we definitely see a little glimpse of Dr. Strange's ego. Surgeons. Surgeons all have God complex. Yes. And also you said that's a common thing. Oh, like I don't surgeons. want a surgeon in my body unless they think they're the best person being in my body. Absolutely. You kind of have to though, don't you? I think that's why a lot of the guys who fuck me are like, I'm a surgeon. Oh, do they? You fuck a bunch of guys who pretend to be surgeons? You just make them? You like put on this thing. Operate on me. I just yeah, I'm like here. I'm like doctor, 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 doctor. Call me doctor. doctor. Um okay, so that evening by the way, Doctor Strange has some like big event he has to get to. He's like supposed to be at a dinner. So he gets all fancy dressed up. By the way, in New York City, insanely large condo. Like, oh, he's 
the doctor of all doctors, for sure, gets in his Lamborghini, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, on his phone yelling at his assistant about, like, I don't want any boring cases. He only wants to do, like, the, you know, impossible top tier. He is trying to just be the greatest, coolest, you know, neurosurgeon of all time. He's fucking, it's pouring down rain. He's yelling on this thing, just looking at his computer screen, or, like, his little screen in there, speeding, passing people on this little road, and fucking, he fucking gets in a collision. Head on, car crash, plunges into the river. This ties into the God complex, by the way. Nobody drives like that unless they think they're actually God. And we see his hands, beautiful surgeon hands, just crumple into the dashboard. For the record, it's not good for him. His hands get destroyed. But what you should know that in real life, all surgeons have their hands insured. Can we get our brains insured? No. Why? Because we couldn't afford it. Insurance company. I don't think. I don't think you can prove how great your brain is unless you're. I don't know. A genius. Do you have to prove how great your hands are? Just it's because you Uh use your hands for a living. You use your hands for a living, but you have to show that you your your hands are unique because you are so good at what you do. Heidi Klum has her legs insured for what? Walking? Uh, Modeling. If something, God forbid, ever happened to her, she wouldn't be able to model. If God, something happened to her legs, she wouldn't be able to model. God forbid. I'm sorry. If Heidi Klum can get her legs insured, I can get my brain insured. That's my act of self-love. I will insure my brain because it's the greatest brain. I love my brain. Save my brain. Leaders should get their brains insured. But on that note. Next time, next time you say bad things about yourself, I'm going to let you know about the insurance policy you're trying to take out on your brain. Thank you. And then I'll go, I can't afford it. I'll just remind you how much you actually do love yourself because you believe in your brain. I believe in my brain. While the rest of my body I believe fails me, in my brain. As the rest of my I body crumbles. I believe I can fuck my brain. Yeah, your body's crumbling, except for your brain. You're, you're, it's you're, actually a nightmare. Your brain is being housed in a, in a haunted house. Yeah. I wish my brain would crumble so I wasn't aware. But what oh, will. can It'll you get do? There. Oh, I know. I can't wait. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to find out what the fuck happened to his hands and what that means for his future. We're back. And Doctor Strange is getting airlifted to the hospital. Oh where my god. You you have these scenes like where it's like flashes of like things happening. It's like he's on a stretcher, he's going into surgery, this and that. You know, they're showing they show an x-ray of his his hands all broken and then pins and needles and blah 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 blah. Anywho, and it's revealed that he wakes up and he had to have his hands rebuilt. Yeah. Completely. And now they're in pins and wires and basically Fuck. His hands are just permanently fucked. Well, I bet he looks at the way they were rebuilt and is, and by the way. And he's furious because he's like, you did it wrong. He, like, and the ultimate fucking egomaniac move, I could have done it better. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you couldn't because you didn't have any fucking hands. Yeah, yeah, even. you could have, but you didn't. But it's like, he had woken up that other doctor who he seems to have some sort of romantic thing with. She was there. She tries to comfort him, but he's like a fucking mess. He gets a bunch of work done on his hands, but still. None of it works. No, he's done. Like he And he realizes his days as the world famous Doctor Strange neurosurgeon extraordinaire are over. He's through. His whole identity has been ripped away from him. But so he's he, he starts going to physical therapy in the hospital and while in the physical therapist's office or with the with the Wait, but you skipped ther- the part where he breaks up with his the doctor. But anyway. Oh, and he breaks up with the doctor. 
He gets really depressed. And he like breaks off his little thing. He's like, this has nothing. Blah, blah, blah. But yes, he does start going to physical therapy. And the physical therapist is like, listen, I've heard of people coming back from this. There was this guy, Jonathan Pangborn. You know what? He had part, ba- bo- part of his body was paralyzed and he was able to come back. Yeah. And so he's like, what? Who is this guy? I have to track him down. And he tracks him down. Like all good movies, based in New York City, he tracks him down where? At the community basketball court. Yeah, and but he's like up playing basketball. Like this isn't a guy who just like recovered and is like just Doing able okay. to walk. He's like yeah. in thriving, such good shape. Like he's swinging a dick on that community basketball court. Absolutely, and he tells Doctor Strange he got cured in Kamertage, which is in Nepal. It's very, you know, the woo woo area. We all know that's where where the the monks go and he's like it's gonna cost you i like that he's like he's gonna cost you he's like i'm willing to spend money he's like oh it's gonna cost way more than money the money is nothing oh yeah it's it's this is goes beyond your money and so he's like well okay all right well fine whatever it is i'll go there so he heads to nepal cut to he's in great you know sequence of shots him roaming the streets of Kathmandu. stunning being like where do i go where do i go uh, so he's about to get mugged, and then there's this guy, Mordo, who's like, hey, bro, come here. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take you to Kamartaj so you can meet the Ancient One. Yeah, so someone, this guy had started, like, kept an eye on him, fought off these muggers, and he's like, I'm going to take you where you want to go. They get there, the Ancient One, we see her again, Tilda Swinton, she's back. She already knows all she's about like, Dr. Swinton. I Trump. know who you are. Yeah. And she does all this fucking cool Ancient One shit where she shows him, uh, you know, that there's, there's a whole alternate reality. You can, you know, there's hidden dimensions. and First, she pushes him away, doesn't she? She, like, kicks him out, and then he fights to come back. Um, I feel like I remember that happening, but I don't remember why. Oh, well, because he thought that she was going to be, like, a doctor. He gets there, and he's like, oh, this is, like... Oh, you're this is woo-woo shit? prayer she, yeah he's you until two weeks ago or two months ago or however long yeah, you go like that much. doesn't work and it's like no yes, it, it does and if does. you don't believe it deuces and then he leaves and he's like no i need this um and so then finally she's like all right i'll train you so she teaches him um uh about opening gates and like jumping across worlds yeah there's like this whole thing there's a temple that's part of the secret group um where they're tasked to with saving the world from their enemies in other dimensions and universes. And now this is where it's like, oh, we're jumping universes, we're jumping dimensions. This is to me very reminiscent of like how not reminiscent, but this is indicative of how all of the worlds later on are going to collide. Like Oh, the, so when you saw that happening, you were like, oh, this is going to be something. This is ultimately going to be how like Thor collides with you know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like, I, I, I'm looking for how, so if it's, Marvel is one big universe. I'm just wondering how Strange is going to be able to go into those other universes. And perhaps this is his, the, the power he has that will allow him to do that. I don't know. But that's- I don't know either. My, or that's like- my thought where I'm going with it. That's interesting. Like, or how that will play into it. Because it's like, but I think the other important thing is he's at this temple with the goal of I'm going to get better and go be a surgeon again. I'm going to yeah. fix my hand. Uh-huh. Most of the people here are like at the temple to serve the temple. You know yeah. what I mean? They're learning, but like they're going to become part of this group that's like saving the world. It's like 
Scientology. It's like everyone who's working there is paying a lot of money to be part of a religion and they're never going to go anywhere within it. But then along comes one guy who's like, no, 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 I'm going to try and use this religion to be a better actor. And that's how we have Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah, and it works. So join Scientology today. Scientology.com slash two filthy nerds for 50% off your Scientology membership. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Mordo eventually shows. He kind of seems strange. like a higher up, you know, I don't want to say second in command, but something like that to Ancient One. He's like one of her, you know, close. Closest henchmen. Yeah, yeah. So he shows, so he, Strange is starting to learn little bits of magic and Mordo shows him uh-huh. a relic that can be and weaponized. Relics, relics can be weaponized, but you cannot choose them. They have to choose you. Yeah. So he eventually starts to learn about this um, this guy, Cassilius. Yeah, who is a former student who stole a spell from a book, which... That's you know, the oh, guy who we saw in the beginning. Absolutely. And he escaped with three zealots, of course, his little followers. The guys from the beginning of the movie. So now we know what we saw in the beginning. We were like, oh, okay. Obviously, we knew that was going to come back around. But yeah. now we officially know. And, Apparently um, the spell is very complicated, but they're all concerned. Like he, at the time he stole it, they're like he couldn't do anything with it. But they're like, we think we'll eventually figure it out. And then he's going to bring forth this uh, entity, Dormammu, Dormammu, which comes from the dark dimension and and take over the world. So basically, he's going to. What I don't understand is why in every superhero super movie, it's like, why is there someone who wants darkness to take over? Like who? hurt you well that's what disney's doing now they're like well let's find out who hurt them like they think that they're gonna be it's like do you think that the darkness is gonna be like no no no, you're cool you can have power i think they think in the battle of good versus evil evil stronger and if you're on the side of evil you get to be part of the winning team. yeah okay that when you put it that way that's like thinking the south is gonna win and then still believing the south won yeah so there's the dormammu guy and strange is like i don't really care about this i don't care about this like intergalactic interdimensional yeah he's like i'm just here for my hands like i don't want to be part of your little war going on he's like yeah yeah make make me my i want to be a surgeon again yeah um so strange is like he goes into the Kemertage library by the way for as a voracious ferocious as a voracious reader he gets really good. He knows shit. Like, he is reading Yeah, up it's on like he's really quickly. picking up. It's, it's one of those things where, like, he's such a bummer. I mean, not such a bummer. He's so good at picking this stuff up that it's, like, I think a big bummer to them. It's like, oh, this guy doesn't want to join us, but, like, he would be really great. It's a like someone asset. who's, like, really, like oh. really good at sports going, like, no, I'm just going to be a doctor. Not that saving the world is a sport, but kind of. I'm going to practice sports yeah. medicine like you're used so to he goes into the library we meet the librarian this was a fun side character wong great very literal librarian wong who has no, who has yeah. basically yeah he's like a child he's everything is literal no sense of humor at all whatsoever um but uh strange brings up the idea of the the book that Cassilius was after and wong is like no only Sorcerer Supreme can have access to that. Basically like the Ancient One. It's not for you. So finally, Strange gets the hang of creating portals. So he's able to steal that book. Well, he starts stealing a bunch of books from the library. He learns about astral projection. Uh, and one night, he yeah, he does steal that specific book. And he learns how to use a time-shifting pendant. 
called The Eye of Agamotto. Th- with this, he's able to see the missing page from the book. Which is fucking crazy that he can just, like, see what used to be there. But he gets in trouble. Mortar Wong are like, it's forbidden to use time spells because they can cause time loops. Very Back to the Future, 1.21 gigawatts. When this, co- mm-hmm. when this happens, the wielder may become stuck in one forever or let evil into their own universe. It reminded me, this part gave me a little nugget of um, Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Oh. Even though it's like, you know, he, that he was going into the quantum, but that is, it feels like, mm-hmm. stuck in your own. Like, yeah, that is it, and then know. now, I'm saying this out loud, and I'm there. going, oh, is there something that could be done via Doctor Strange to help get the original Ant-Man's wasp out of this is this is the part where things get um uh a little sticky for me because i'm like wait what so then we start learning about these things sanctum which are kind of like uh like franchise temples i don't know what to call them so there's one in london which is your european based temple uh i'm uh new york there's one in london one in new york one in hong kong and i guess like fuck africa africa yeah africa well wakanda's probably like you can't have a sanctum here yeah, we, we've got it under control. We don't need your fucking sanctum. But we see that Cassilius has finally decoded the spell that he stole. Um, and he's going to use it to attack yeah. the Roman sanctum. And in the attack... And Strange gets tossed through a door into the New York sanctum. Yeah, because the the London, it's like got this like domino effect of the London sanctum gets attacked. So, you know, where they are gets exploded. You know, like what a chaos ensues, basically. Uh-huh thrown into the New York Sanctum where he finds it's deserted with relics. I mean, it looks like an old museum, right? Or like a like a weird uh, like pawn shop hoarding facility. I mean, honestly, it looks like an apartment of a of an art collector on the Upper East Side. Absolutely. Which is so funny because now he's technically like back in New York. He's not far from where he started. Yep. And he's like looking at all these relics and there's one that's a burgundy co- cloak in a glass case and he looks at it and it moves a little. And it's like, oh, what's this? Noted. I didn't think anything of that. I didn't think anything of that. You didn't think anything of that because we've never seen this before. So we were no. just like, oh, there's a thing. Yeah, I thought maybe it's like, who knows what's going on there. I mean, I've seen Beauty and the Beast. Could have been anything. He keeps going down this hallway and there's glass doors and all of this is like dimension hopping. I don't know. This whole part was like. Yeah, like he goes to this hallway that's like there's three glass doors and you can turn this dial next to each one and it changes the dimension outside. And he's just like, what the fuck's going on? But that's when Cassilius and his... And his, and his fucking goon squad show they up. They show up. And then... And it's about to get crazy, but we're going to take a break. And the crazy is going to fucking happen in this next segment. Because it's, so, it's too crazy. And we got we to gotta take a break. So we're fucking... We'll be right back. We're back. Cassilius has shown up. It's a fucking all-out attack. Uh, I mean, they're obviously trying to destroy all these uh, these uh, sanctums. Listen, the mechanics of the attack are not important. What's really important is that Doctor Strange is kicking ass. He somehow figured it out, and at the moment when he needs it the most, all of a sudden his relic, the burgundy coat, comes to life, swoops in, and just like engulfs. Yeah. His body. What's really cool is just like a little quick flash of the fight scene. He throws henchmen out of those universe things we discovered and just changes it. So they're just fucking lost, like, in a desert somewhere. and Or, like, clusterfuck middle of nowhere. He's got this cloak that, like, is... Well, Cassilius comes, now comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So now Casilius is like, listen, I know you have all this cloak. You're doing great, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But just so you know, uh, the ancient one is immortal. And she used that. She was able to do that using the dark dimension. So don't don't believe her woo-woo shit about her being all good and stuff. Yeah, like, she's not who she said she was. Like, she's tapping into the shit as well. And for a second, Strange kind of, like, opens up. So I'm like, wait, could this be real? And that's when the previously restrained third zealot fucking stabs him. Stabs him. And then Strange is like, I know what to do. And he busts through into the New York dimension, goes outside, takes himself to his hospital. He's already in New York. He creates a portal. He's in New York. He creates a portal and goes into the hospital. Through he's in a, a cleaner's, cleaner's closet. closet. Like, yeah, he's in the janitor's closet. And then he's stabbed. So fucking smart to go, like, I'm going to go straight to the hospital. Because that's what he learns to do with those portals is, like, transfer locations. But you have to be able to, like, picture the location clearly. Anyways, he comes out of this closet. And he's like, huh, help me. Christine's there to fucking do a, an emergency fucking heart surgery to take blood from around his heart. Pericardiocentesis. Yes. And he's essentially, uh, un- he's under, basically. He's out, not under, but he's out on the table. You know, like, he fucking doesn't know what's going on. And she sees strange astral project. Like, his soul comes out of his body, and she's like, what in the fuck is happening? Zealot's energy comes in. It's, it's not them. It's their energy spike. So she sees him go get in a, like, spirit level altercation. Spirit level altercation. And he tells her, he, he bottoms out. His, his real body bottoms out. And that's when he's like, Christine, use the defibrillator, go full tilt on it. And that energy transfers through his astral body and fucking kills the zealot. Yeah. And he's like, boop, exploded. Or, you know, he's back to life. She sews him up. He's recovering. And he's like, I got to get back. And she's like, the fuck just happened. He's like, I'll tell you later, baby. Yeah. So he goes back through the janitor's closet. Casilius is gone. He had previously been restrained, but like. Oh, he got out of the coast grasp, I guess. And um, Mordo joins Strange to, like, he's somewhere lost in New York. It's Home Alone 2, Casilius in New York. The Ancient One comes along, asks, asks Strange to, you know, take control of the New York Sanctum. Oh, and he gets into a fight with, with uh, the Ancient One being like, tell me what, what's going on. Casilius told me all of this. He said that you use, he said that you use dark magic. Yeah, yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and she just, like, kind of skirts it off. Like, she's trying to avoid the question. Uh, and, you know, in the process of them being like, don't worry about that, everything's fine, whatever. By the way, side note, they're very impressed that the cloak goes strange. That's apparently not just any cloak. It's a cloak of levitation. And we saw that because someone, uh, like, uh, Casilius had shoved him off something, and he, like, floated back up, which is cool. But anyways, Casilius returns. With more zealots, where does he keep getting them? Where does he find them? How is he converting people to his religion so quickly? I would like to know so I can do it myself and get tax breaks. Uh, so Strange creates what he learned about called a mirror dimension, which is very similar to what we saw at the beginning. And we find out that though no one in the real world outside of this dimension can really be injured by it or will see it, it's way hard it's going to be like way harder to take him down apparently for some reason with how the magic works i don't remember do you remember why i just remember that was a thing it was just like that's just a rule and that's how it has to go because that's what's going to move the plot line um because they're in the mirror dimension Cassilia starts shape-shifting it and so he's all disoriented the ancient one comes back to help 
she gets fucking hurt. Strange takes her to Christine. So, like, there's this whole fight scene, and she gets, like, injured. And he takes her to the hospital, and, like... She dies in the hospital. Yeah, and we see her spirit come out, and Doctor Strange, like, follows her spirit. They have a, they have a chit-chat, yeah. yeah. And she's like, you know, you were right, I was doing this, and, like, I, it's just, like, I've I pictured this moment. She's seen this moment in her past for years. And she's like, but, you know, I could I could see my whole life into the future, but this is where it always stops. So it's just... Because that's where it stops, bitch! So it's time for me to go. And she asks him to please take over, you know, please get a handle on this, take over the New York City Sanctum, and she just fucking dissipates. So back at the Sanctum. Back at the Sanctum. Back at the Sanctum. Strange and Mordo. He's going to go to Hong Kong. Are like, uh-oh, next on the list is Hong Kong, because Silas is coming there. So they head to, they use a gate. But the to Hong get Kong sanctum's like sanctum. fucked. It's overrun, and there's like a destructive force enveloping the city. So Dormammu is out. His dark dimension is like being unleashed. He's he's grown. It grows from the sanctum. But strange, the smart fucking guy he is uses the eye of Agamotto. He has the fucking the the emblem on his neck to reverse the process. Um, but Cassilius stuns Doctor Strange. And stops it before it can be reversed. So Strange has this great plan. Fuck. He's like, I'm going directly to the source. I'm going to the heart of Dormammu's dark dimension. So he flies up in there. And he creates an infinite time loop. Which is what they had warned him about. Because you can... You have to be careful about these things. Because you can get stuck in time loops. Yeah. So he creates a time loop. Specifically. He like does it on purpose. confronting Dormammu. And Dormammu keeps killing Strange. But he keeps popping back. He's stuck. He keeps coming back. And is basically groundhogging Dormammu into uh, a psychotic submission. He annoys this man into him just going, fine, Fine, make it in and I will leave Earth alone. Like, so eventually Dormammu's like, all right, deuces, bye. He's like, fuck Um, this, goodbye, I will leave you alone. Strange gets returned to the street. He fucking Cassilius and his fucking goon squads are there. And uh, basically he gets sent back into the dark dimension. Yeah, uh, he like he completes the reversal that he was doing before and fucking get the fuck out of here, Cassilius. Mordo's mad at Strange because he broke the rules to use the time pendant in a way that was forbidden. But like Ancient One also gave him a head up. He's like, he's uh, a big stickler for the rules. Um. Which is his weakness and his strength. Yeah, she and had so told him. She's like, like, she'd been like, by the way, Mordo, great guy. But like, he is like to the rules to a point where like it will come in handy and it'll sometimes fucking be a hindrance. But that is why Strange and Mordo are going to be able to work together well because Strange is very flexible and quick on his feet. Whereas Mordo is very much like there's right and there's wrong. You do this, you don't do that. And so like, it's a really great relationship. Yeah, and Strange is like, you know... This will be great. Like, if, you know, I'm a little flexible, you're not, it'll work together, like, really well. And Mordo's just like, I'm leaving. He He's retired. Like, I have had it up He's to just me. like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm, d- I'm over this. And so Strange takes over the New York Sanctum. Super fun. Uh, I hope there is an, is there another uh, Doctor Strange episode or movie? I hope so. Not yet. Not yet. It's coming. It's coming soon. It's in the works. It's coming soon? The Multiverse of Madness. Uh... Yeah, no, he returns the Eye of Agamotto to Kamertage, and Wong tells him the Eye is Infinity Stone. It was also funny seeing Wong, Wong start to make the same jokes, like he made jokes. Like, it was like, oh, no, I got it all the time. He finally started getting a sense of humor. So that 
stone or that I of Agamotto is it's a, it's a it's an infinity stone. Cool. So now we now we have another infinity stone. At this point, who knows what that could mean? You know what I mean? But then we see a mid credit scene after the yeah. the movie ends where it's Doctor Strange talking to Daddy Thor about why the fuck is Loki on Earth. And then Thor tells him, you know, they're searching for Odin. Strange offers to help, but only if they return, they promise to return to Asgard. To Asgard once their mission is So basically it feels like Doctor Strange is like, everyone go to your own fucking worlds, leave ours alone, basically. It was a time stone, important to mention. Obviously, he's bending time. And this is really sad. Mordo, who we thought was just retiring and going to go off peacefully, um... He goes to Jonathan Pangborn, who was the guy who had taught miraculously Strange recovered about, uh-huh, and he takes away his magic and is now paralyzed again because there are too many sorcerers. Yeah, so, so it's like WTF. Yeah, Mordo's obviously like got a fucking chip on his shoulder, so it seems like that's setting the stage for him to maybe be a, a force to be reckoned with. I gotta say. I'm a big fan of anything time hopping, and I think that's probably what fed into why I love this movie. But it was so well done. Why do you think you like time hopping so much? Uh, because I want to escape. I don't know. That's probably something to do with uh, wanting to get out of the present, I think. I mean, I think, most, I think there's a lot of people who find it very cool. I think I weirdly obsessed with it as, as a kid because I wanted to go back in time and uh, get back to before everything fell apart. For being totally vulnerable and honest. I like it. I like your vulnerability. I love your honesty. It's what I'm here for. Take me back to when the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Oh, won't you please take me home? Yeah, yeah. Before it all went wrong. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of Doctor Strange. I loved this movie. I would let Benedict Cumberbatch fuck me in a cape. And there are very few people who I would let fuck me with a cape. I would let the cape fuck me. Just itself. Oh, I would rather have just the cape fuck me. Oh, yeah. I would like that cape to fucking just fist me. Just I feel like the cape could make a great fist in the butt. What's no cool less. is that it's a big cape, so it could really climb into all your holes at once, probably because it's so malleable, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Just fucking make me go airtight with that cape. Boop, 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 boop. I loved it. Um, if you loved it, let us know uh, at Two Filthy Nerds on Instagram, at Two Filthy Nerds on Twitter. You can also find us at Facebook. Leave us a rating and a review if you haven't, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Come watch the next movie with us. It won't be Guardians. We already watched that. We'll be talking about it next week. But uh, it'll be Spider-Man. So that's fun. Is it Spider-Man? What's Spider-Man. next? No, it's not Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Whatever. It's coming Spider-Man. out. Spider-Man. Uh, it's coming. Everything's happening. We're all coming. We're all coming. It's all happening. Go get tickets to see us if we're if you're in Grand Rapids or somewhere on the West Coast where we're coming. And go pre-order my album. And, uh, you know, be grateful for the present, even though this whole movie was about getting out of it. We love you. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>